0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562 314 4603 for details. This is Bucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson. Had on the quick road trip two games. We talked about it with Bobby the Chief, Taylor. He mentioned the fact that the Red Wings are a solid team. They have Musi, who's the former assistant coach here with the Tampa Bay Lightning. He knows these players. He knows Coach Cooper. He knows the structure. And he has done well at really using that against these guys and piecing together a strong Red Wings team. Um, The Bolts were 0-2 versus the Red Wings. So the only positive that's going to come out of this entire spiel is the fact that the Lightning finally beat the Red Wings. This weekend, 3-0, to zero, but that was not because they were playing great hockey. It's because Vasilevsky had an amazing game. He fought for the shutout that he deserved multiple times this season, so at least he got the job done. The only scary part with that is that the way the defense played in front of him, but they were without Eric Chernak after he got suspended for elbowing on Thursday's game. So you were hoping to just kind of see this complete revamp from a team that we know – knows how to bounce back and just switch gears very quickly. They head over to Pittsburgh, lose to the Penguins, who put up seven goals on them. And I think that's probably plenty to say about that situation. Wasn't a great night overall for the guys whatsoever. They didn't have that quick turnaround. They didn't have that quick mental change. And so they come home one and one from this road trip and get ready to face off with the rivalry competition tonight. As I've mentioned previously, the Florida Panthers are storming into Tampa Bay to try to do what they did. After All-Star Weekend, put up another embarrassing W, but I'm hoping and thinking that the energy from morning skate translates to the ice tonight and that these guys are able to pull off not just a win, but a, a great win, a good win, something that's going to finally put that confidence back in their step so that they can kind of make a run here. I want to see a 3-4 game streak out of these guys. So hopefully that's what will come after tonight. You guys know the deal. Matthew Kachuk been on a tear since coming back from All-Star Weekend. Um, Spencer Knight is in the NHL program, but just two seconds on that. Anybody that has the courage to get help in any capacity, aspect, or level of their life deserves more credit than any other conversation. So we are sending prayers and we are sending everything that Spencer Knight needs to manage, handle, and conquer confidently the NHL program for whatever it is that he needs, but he is no longer with the Panthers as of right now, he is out indefinitely, which leaves us to believe that Bobowski is going to be between the pipes. We know him, 0.909 save percentage. He can put up a good fight. He can help these guys, or he can force these guys to not land too many goals. So if there's a perfect game to have in such a timely fashion, you got this new trade. These guys need to pull off a great win. Not a good win, a great win. Close to 60 minutes of hockey, then you know you can you can really gauge your game versus the Florida Panthers. They haven't been the most consistent team in the league, but no matter what's taking place in the NHL, you can always count on a good game between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers. So, let's see where Tanner to no lands. Let's see what's going to come of this third line. Typically, the reunion of the school bus line is good news. Corey Perry's been on a tear out as of late. Pat Maroon helps with consistently getting the puck to his players and being that muscle out there. But I think he still has so much to offer this team on whatever line that he's on. And then those top two lines, Alex Colorn on that top line, Hagel and Sorelli reunited. And these were the two guys that helped uh, contain and and contribute to that shutout versus the Colorado Avalanche before the road trip a couple weeks ago. So a lot to look forward to. And maybe, just maybe, one more Trade. There has been some whisperings if the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to make any more moves before March 3rd. Now, of course, a few people have discussed the fact that there still should be a move made for defensive men or defensemen. My one theory before I close out with some news is that picking up a guy, like, you know, who has a great two-way ability to his game, he can score guys. He has a huge physical way to his game. He's going to be on, on special teams immediately. Help level up this this penal, penalty kill unit that already does so well, hopefully to the point where we're not allowing any more short-handed goals this season and for years to come because that's just been insane. But having a guy with those particular skill sets, you don't need a flashy defenseman. They need a true stay-at-home defenseman. Somebody very similar to Ryan McDonough that can come at a cheap price. And when you're looking at a, a, a real stay-at-home defenseman, you don't have to go out-of-pocket crazy money for him. Think about how Savard contributed to this team. Think about what Luke Shin has brought to this team, a name that has been also circulated a lot to potentially come back to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Luke Shin has never been that that much of an expensive player to maintain. So. I wouldn't rule out the Bolts for making one more movement. I know, after all the giveaways, how could they potentially do that? It's because of the of the of the multi year deals that they could do across different um, different organizations. Also, let's not forget there's a couple guys that they had where they ate up their IR costs. So there's money kind of sitting there in a weird way that they can move around and make some moves happen. I wouldn't be surprised if they just find a very nice, simple, strong defenseman to hang back there now that they've got so many offensive defensemen on this team. And before we go, the East has been stacking heavy. Not only stacking heavy, but they're almost making it look like the West doesn't even have a chance to compete when it comes to playoffs and this Stanley Cup run coming up. My producer tells me that the Rangers have officially acquired Patrick Kane. And uh, the New York Rangers send a conditional second round pick in 2023 and a fourth round pick. The second rounder turns into a first round pick in 2024 or 2025 if the New York Rangers make conference finals. So uh, if the East wasn't already getting scary, that's scary. If Patrick Kane brings that heat that he's been generating over in Chicago for the last month and a half to the New York Rangers, it's going to be a hell of a playoff run that everybody is getting ready to make here. We can already kind of tell what teams won't get too deep into it. But um, as for the moves that Toronto made, I know Bolts fans, you're like, look, the Maple Leafs are going to Maple Leaf. Do I believe that to an extent? Sure. Do I think that they're trying to pick up defensively so that when they put up a large amount of goals on a team, they don't give up leads and end up failing every time or, Choking, as we as we like to say, absolutely. I think they're making the right moves to do that. But aside from the Maple Leaves, you know, I'm not even gonna say the Islanders. I had a little bit more hope in them a couple weeks ago. Now it's just you know they're gonna defeat themselves. But the New York Rangers, between Tarasenko and and every other dominant guy they have on that team, if they pick up a defensive piece or if their defense just tends to come together a bit tighter, and now you have a guy like Patrick Kane on the roster. That's going to make for a very interesting matchup. And luckily, the next time we play the Rangers in New York City, I will actually be at that game. So we'll have some coverage from the Garden. We'll figure out what that looks like once Patrick Kane gets into New York City and gets all situated. As for now, East is ramping up. The teams are getting good when it counts the most and we are that much closer to playoffs and uh, hopefully a big playoff run for the Tampa Bay Lightning to keep up to date with all of this information. The next potential trade deadline or just the good news of how well the Tampa Bay Lightning are doing after they acquired Tanner Genoa, duh download the odyssey app search pucks and bolts hit the auto download button and have all of these brand new episodes just sitting there waiting for you now that we are in that second chunk of the season we'll have that much more information sit downs with players and uh hopefully some more in-depth conversation of what to expect here and again good feelings about where this team is heading in the right direction and how well they'll pick up at the end here as for now guys i'm casey hudson and thank you for joining me for another episode of pucks and bolts